The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. You're listening to the Informed Traveler Radio Show. Now, usually at this time, we like to review a few of the stories that were part of the travel industry this past week. But instead, we're going to devote the entire segment to one of the big stories that has been part of the travel news for the past couple of weeks. And that's the numerous stories of tainted alcohol incidents in Mexico. It all began with an investigative journal piece from a reporter at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. She's Raquel Rutledge, and we are very pleased to have her join us now. Hi, Raquel. Hello. Well, uh, certainly this uh, one piece that you started about a week ago on tainted alcohol in Mexico, and really all you have to do is Google tainted alcohol, seems that every major news uh, industry organization has picked up your story. So let's back up just a little bit, give somebody uh, maybe some background on how this story all began. Sure. Well, it started with a story that I thought was going to be one tragic happening, which was the case of a family of Abigail Connor and her brother, Austin Connor, and their family went down to a resort in Riviera Maya uh, in January, and uh, they were just on their winter you know, winter break, and they uh, had just arrived at the, at the resort, and they put their bags in their room and went down to the to the uh, swim-up bar at the pool, and their parents went to the beach and then checked in at the swim-up bar with them as well, and they were just um, having a nice time and uh, celebrating the, the, uh, their final exams had been finished, and so they had a few shots of tequila, and um, their parents said, hey, you know, meet us back in the lobby for dinner. They had, their, they had rooms, uh, they had a room, Abby and Austin shared a room beneath their parents, and mm-hmm. so their parents went back to the room, said, hey, meet us for dinner, 7 o'clock in the lobby, and uh, they never showed up. Austin and Abby never showed up in that lobby. And they were found, uh, Abby was found floating unconscious, and he was, uh, Austin was drowning, in the process of drowning right next to her, when they were spotted by another guest who summoned uh, help to the area. And when they pulled them out, um, Abby uh, was unconscious, and, and Austin suffered a big concussion and a, and a blow to the head in some way, and they were taken to the hospital. And Abby was put on life support, and she later died, and Austin still cannot recall at all what happened after the last shot that he had. It's just an incredibly sad story. The last thing you think of when you're going on a vacation, a family vacation, that someone is not going to come home with you, right? Well, that's right. That's. I mean, I think a lot of times people go to the all-inclusive resorts thinking that that's the safe place to be. They don't want to go out mm-hmm. and explore around town because they feel like, hey, you know, if I stay within this resort, I'll be safe in here. So, yeah, that's not, not what people expect, certainly when they go on vacation. Uh, what happened with this case was as we started to look at, at some of the circumstances surrounding it, it just it raised a ton of questions. There were there were some issues with investigating what actually happened. They had questions, of course, on why Austin had a, a big knot on his head and couldn't remember anything. And then it turned out later uh, it was found that Abby had a broken collarbone. And so, they, you know, the family had questions about that. And when they tried to get answers... Um, the resort was uh, very obstructionist. Wouldn't answer anything. Wouldn't allow them to inter- wouldn't allow them or anyone else to interview 
bartenders or other guests that were in the area, anybody who saw anything. So they they couldn't get any answers. And when they asked for surveillance video of you know what happened at the pool, there was no. They said they didn't have cameras, so they just weren't able to get any answers. And when they went to the hospital, uh, the hospital you know wanted seventeen thousand dollars up front, one little clinic, and then they went to another one and they wanted another. They ended up spending more than fifty five thousand dollars. Um, which wasn't their top concern at, at that moment, of course. But um, there were just a lot of things that uh, raised a lot of questions in, in the way that her uh, care and, and Austin's care was handled. So as I started to look into that and we wrote the first story, um, I started hearing from more and more people. And I just I, it started slowly kind of at first where I got some emails and a few phone calls with people saying, hey, you know, that happened to me. I, I, you know, they, they, they didn't drown and they, they weren't killed, although that has happened in the past. But people said that they just they blacked out. They had a couple of drinks. Mm-hmm. You know, and see, it's very easy to say that, um, and that's what has been the resort's position pretty much, is that, well, people are drunk. They're drunk. And so they were drunk and they drowned. And that's, that's that. It's an accident. Mm-hmm. And, you know. That certainly does happen. We know that college kids can that can happen, and that does happen. D- is that the case every single time now? And the more I'm hearing from people, what's particularly interesting to me is that I'm hearing from a lot of couples, people of different sizes, men and women, husbands and wives, that drink together, and they might have two, maybe three drinks, and they both black out at the same time, and they both come, you know, wake up around the same time, and many cases now that I've been hearing from, they're injured in, in that, during those times that they can't recall what happened. Well, and since the story has broke, the U.S. State Department is now warning uh, tourists. Uh, there's tra- travel trade magazines giving advice uh, to uh, their industry people, travel agents on how to handle this. Iberostar has come out with a statement, and the latest one, I think, is uh, Mexico is, the government of Mexico is even going to investigate all this. So it's really caused a firestorm. Were you expecting that? Not at all. I mean, I haven't been expecting any of this. Um, It's just something that people have kind of kept to themselves. I think there's a bit of embarrassment and shame that people haven't said anything about it when it happens to them because they feel like nobody will believe them or they feel like, gosh, I'm I'm embarrassed. How could I be so drunk or I got out of control? Mm -hmm. And even though they know inside, hey, they felt like they were drugged, they just didn't think anyone would believe them. So, no, I didn't expect this. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what the Mexican government is, you know, can do. They, it's been a long-known problem in Mexico with contaminated or tainted alcohol. That The country has had quality control issues for years, and they, they publish information on it every couple of years. They put out a report, and so they know that right, the last report says 36% of their alcohol is consumed illegally. It doesn't mean it's all mm-hmm. um, counterfeit, but it, it means it's sold or produced illegally, so that quality control is not there. Well, yeah, and, and as a person who loves going to Mexico, and uh, Mexico's the number two destination for Canadians behind the United States, uh, it really is disheartening, and you kind of go, well, I am one of those people. It says, well, I've been there many, many, many times. Not a problem, never felt unsafe or anything like that. But then, you know, I mean, we're all different. We all handle different, uh, different situations in a different way, right? Yeah, I mean, that's right. And people have asked, hey, what, what can you do to be safe? And I mean, you know, the government puts out publications about how to look for counterfeit alcohol. And I mean, how realistic is that in terms of when your bartender's making your drink? And mm-hmm. I don't know how realistic it is that you're going to be able to see what he's pouring or even know if you're looking at a counterfeit bottle. I, I don't know. Um, I guess one thing that just dawns on me lately is that if you had somebody who wasn't consuming anything and not drinking any alcohol at all, they could at least look out for the other people. A designated sober person perhaps might mm-hmm. be 
um, one way to go about it. Um, but, you know, if somebody else does get sick, I have talked to numerous people where, you know, the, the other person wasn't very ill and it didn't, the care that's given, once once the partner, your friend or loved one that you're with gets sick there, the care that you may receive is not going to be necessarily what you'd expect or hope. So uh, now we should mention this uh, other website, MexicoAwarenessVacation.com. This uh, has a number of uh, people's uh, testimonials, I'll say, uh, talking about this uh, sort of thing. Do, were you aware of this website before? Not, not certainly not before I started writing about this particular particular case. No, I hadn't heard of it, and um, and once I learned of it and learned of this uh, the story behind the woman who um, launched that website, it's it's just tragic. And there's um, there's a lot of information there, and um, something people should just consider mm-hmm. when they're planning their vacations. Well, I, I guess uh, that's the thing that people can take away. Take all the information that you can, and it's uh, up to you, your own personal decision. Absolutely. Well, all you have to do is Google tainted alcohol, and a number of stories will come up from uh, every major news organization, pretty much. And it was all started by Raquel Rutledge, reporter for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, the uh, Mexico tainted alcohol story. Their website, jsonline.com. I do appreciate your time, Raquel. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me, and I appreciate the interest in the story. It's really important. Thank you very much. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.